Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way or way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, Smart Mamas. Welcome to another episode of Scrub Caps and Tippy Cups. We're really excited to have you here. This is Lacey, and as you know, I'm expecting my third baby in the spring of 2020. And so on this episode, we have a lively discussion on gender reveals, and you'll find out which side of the gender reveal debate each of us sits on. We also have a nice discussion about fortune telling, and you'll find out which one of us had our fortunes told without us asking for it. So we have a fun episode today. We're really excited to have you here. Sit back, enjoy, and thanks for hanging out with us. Lacey, how are you feeling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was very Minnesotan of me. Oh, oh, boy. (laughs) I have a friend at work, and she was listening to the podcast, and she's like, it's the one girl from Minnesota. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, they can all tell, Lucy. Oh, yeah. It's pretty obvious, especially when I say things like Minnesota. And oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) You remind me of my friend, Laura, who she's also a CRNA. She's from Wisconsin. And she would always imitate. I love how you say that, Ellen. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. How do you say it? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. 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 (laughs) Wisconsin. Oh, boy. Sounds the same to me. (laughs) But she she would always imitate. I forget what show the mom was from. But it was exactly how you just sounded with. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what's that from? Fargo? No, I'll have to text her. It's like, oh, it out. wait, no, I can't do it. it it's got to go out about in the boat. No, I can't do it. It's bad. It's so bad. Got to go out and about in the boat? Out about that kind? in the boat. Yes. Yeah, you guys all sound the same. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's like I had like um, an Irish, Scottish, British twang. I don't know what I was doing. Mine was bad. Everybody thinks that Minnesota is like Fargo. It's not. It's not even in the same state. But, I thought Fargo um, was North Dakota. Fargo is North Dakota, but like if you go to the Twin Cities, everybody thinks that they're like in Fargo. What is Fargo? Then if you leave the Twin Cities, Fargo is in North Dakota. It but like there's a, a movie, and a Fargo. Movie. Oh. What are the Where they like cities? really butchered the access? The Twin Cities, Minneapolis, and St. Paul. Why are they Twin Cities? I don't know. They're like on either side of a river. Hmm. So Minneapolis, St. Paul. That's why they're the Minnesota Twins. Oh. Baseball team. Yeah. Geography lesson here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways, yes. Oh, boy. Pregnancy. Fun. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> got about two months to go and feeling about as big as I did at the end of my other pregnancies. And so I feel like there's a long ways to go. Like it's gone fast until this point. And now I'm like, hmm, this is going to take a while. I think. <laughs> now you're in the lull. It's hard to find my feet and get my socks on. And my compression socks, you know how fun that is oh, to put yeah. those on every day you're in the OR. Well, I didn't see you when you were pregnant with your others, but you got a nice baby bump going. Oh, yeah, I've, I've definitely got a big baby bump going. Are you winded every time you put your socks on? Like, are you huffing and puffing? Well, because you got to like hold your breath in order to like get them on. And so yeah. then, yeah. Get them on. <laughs> now I'm noticing your accent constantly. <laughs> Oh boy. Here he goes again. So here's something that I've been asked about. I mean, obviously I think we've all had kids and we were all probably asked a million times, but it's like, anytime somebody sees you're pregnant, they're like, Oh, how are you doing? And then they say, Oh, there, I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, (laughs) sorry. But they see that you're pregnant and they say, how are you doing? How, you know, how are you feeling? Then they say, do you know what you're having? It's like, I feel like everybody finds out nowadays and we didn't find out with our first one. We, or we did find out with our first one, but we didn't find out with our second. And then we haven't found out with this one, but it's like, that's the first question everybody asks. Did you guys find that to be the case too? Oh, heck yeah. And, and I'm the type of person that if I could have found out while I peed on the stick, I mean, I would. Oh have. my God, that's like <laughs> an idea. I needed to know. I needed to know what was in there, who I was dealing with, what to look forward to. I'm a planner. I had to know. I, I w- it would have been torture for me. I know it's so exciting for some people, but that would have been torture for me to wait. But I do like waiting for others. It's a surprise. It's fun. Yeah, I totally really love how some people wait. And how cute the idea is. But like Crystal, I'm too much of a spazzy planner and I'm way too type A and I cannot just sit around for 10 months and not know what's going on. Like I would lose my mind. I keep thinking maybe it would have been better with my first to not know because then you don't have stuff. But then I'm like, well, maybe it would be better if I ever have a third not to know. But then I'm like, well, no, what if I have a girl all of a sudden that I have nothing? I mean, it's not like you can't go buy stuff overnight. I'm aware. Right. But I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm not the kind of person that can just wait. And my husband definitely could not wait. No, I couldn't. So Lacey, you didn't find out with your first and that was the at home birth, right? <laughs> that so was a big old surprise. It was oh, only, wait. oh, did we just Where'd Lacey her? go? Oh no. I think we lost her. She'll be back in a minute. So I wonder if her at home birth was like, surprise, I just had a baby at home. And, then, and surprise. surprise, it's a boy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We have to ask her about that and about her second and then about her third. I know most people say that if they wait to find out what they're first, then they typically wait to find out what the others. But I feel like if you found out the first time, it's hard not to find out the second time. It's harder that way. Totally. Did you find you are- Oh, yeah. I'm like you. If I could find out right when I'm taking yeah. a pregnancy test, that would be excellent. I mean, I just couldn't imagine like... I mean, I guess you would bond. It's growing inside you regardless. But I feel like I need to like know who I'm talking to and who I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's your baby either way, but that's just how I identified, I think. I think for me, it's just like an anxiety thing. Like, I feel like honestly, I wouldn't be able to handle childbirth 
not knowing what's coming, like I would be so overwhelmed with the surprise and like freaking out, like what is going to come out that I wouldn't effectively be able to birth a child because they would be like, Ellen push. I'd be like, well, what do you think it is? (laughs) I'm the same way. Like I've told my husband, like you will never have a surprise party for me. That will not go well. I will not like that at all. Have a party for me that I was involved in at all. No, I couldn't do it. So my husband threw me a surprise like lingerie shower with the girls for our wedding. And I seriously had no idea. And so I like came home from the gym and he's like, let's go to my mom's house for dinner. So I was like, okay. I literally wore like my yoga pants, my hair up. My makeup was running down my face. I was a sweaty mess. And he didn't even think to tell me like, maybe you should put other clothes on. Cause he's like, I was scared to ruin the surprise. So I walked in and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. See, I couldn't yeah. handle that. I want to yeah. look a certain way to go to certain things. I, I need to be informed. Yeah. Lacey, we're just talking about how terrifying like surprise parties are for Crystal, let alone a surprise baby birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were saying that you had the first one was the surprise at home birth and then another surprise. It's a boy. So how, I mean, did that go as you had hoped? with the surprise so, aspect of the ba- of the gender? So with the first one, we decided to find out. I personally was kind of worried that it would be too chaotic in the delivery room, that like that information would somehow get like not missed, but like not as like taken in, in just the chaos of everything. Yeah. And then for you, you birthed at home. So, well, yeah. But I also feel like. Not chaotic at all. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There, there's not a lot of gender neutral clothes out there. And so I feel like it's just like, like they don't make gender neutral clothes anymore. They don't make like little green baby things or little yellow baby things. It's like blue or pink and you get like trucks or princesses and that is all. Right. And that starts with like newborn clothes. So I just, I really wanted to find out with the first one and I'm, I'm a huge planner too. But then with the second one, we decided not to find out mostly I think because, and I will say there's a story with that, but I will say that it wasn't as chaotic in the delivery room with our second one as I would have thought and so like that information, like I was able to like take it in and process it and, and it wasn't nearly as like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but it wasn't nearly as chaotic as like, like somehow I was worried I would like miss like whatever the gender was and be like, it's a, oh, we're doing something else now, you know, but we didn't find out with the second one because between my first and second, we were on a family vacation when my oldest was about six months old. And somebody who spoke not a lot of English, was from a foreign country, came up to us and started, like, she asked if we would take her picture. And she was by herself. And so we did. And then she started talking to us. And she started saying things like, me, one son, you, three babies, boy, girl, boy. She just kept saying it over and over again. And we were like, no, we have one boy, and he's right here. She was like, no, you three babies, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy. And she just kept saying it over and over again. So then we started calling her the soothsayer. And we were like, maybe she is what? Soothsayer. What is that? Julius Caesar. 
like where they predicted his future. Oh, oh, okay. So we, my husband started calling this lady the soothsayer and was like, well, maybe she just told us what kind of, how many kids we're going to have and, and what kind. And so I, we were like, well, maybe. So when it came time to find out with the second one, we were kind of like, well, do we just see if she's right? And we just decided to wait. And I didn't feel nearly as anxious about the second one because we already had clothes. Even if it wasn't the right gender, like we had clothes we could dress a baby in. We had blankets we could swaddle a baby in. We had bottles we could feed a baby with. You know, I didn't feel like I needed to know the gender as much as, you know, I did with the first one. And so it was just weird. This random stranger predicted our future. We did have a girl with the second one. And so now she told us we were going to have a boy, girl, boy. So with this one, bets are that it's a boy, but who knows? Like she could be wrong. And now you've had one of each. So technically you have like all the things. Yeah. So we don't need to know. So it's definitely a boy. <laughs> we were at the uh, OBGY, we were at the ultrasound where they offer to tell you what you're going to have. And we were so indecisive about it. We were like, huh, kind of like, whatever. Like, I don't know. Do you want to know? Do you not want to know? And we just like couldn't decide. And she was like, oh, that's cute at the beginning of the like appointment. And by the end, she's like, okay, people like, I'm just going to write down what you're having and give it to you in an envelope and you can open it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what is keeping you from saying, yeah, let's find out? I don't know. I think... Don't you want to just know if the lady was right? Yeah, but I also, I did kind of enjoy finding out in the delivery room and just having that like moment. And, you know, honestly, if I felt really strongly that like, I really, really want this to be a something, you know, a boy or a girl, if I had like two boys and I was, had my heart set on a girl and I really, really wanted a girl, I'd probably find out ahead of time because I wouldn't want to be like heartbroken if it's a boy or something. Right, right. Like gender disappointment. Yeah, yeah. But this is like, I I would be surprised either way. And, and I think it's okay either way. And they can also say that you can tell from little kids what they, what they say it is and what they call the baby. So my four-year-old, who's like now old enough to actually like ask to feel the baby move and, and kind of understands what's going on. He keeps calling the baby a boy because he wants it to be, he wants a baby brother. But then he keeps calling the baby a her and he keeps saying she, she, she. And so I don't know, maybe he's onto something. We'll find out. Or he's just used to saying she because he says she to Hazel. Exactly. So you're having a boy. (laughs) It's, uh, it's definitely, you know, one of those things that people feel very strongly about though. Like, I feel indifferent either way. I don't feel passionate. Like I have to know and I don't feel passionate. Like I can't know until the delivery, but I feel like whatever camp people are in, they tend to be very passionate in that camp. And it's like, I cannot find out. And I, I like, it is not fair to find out and tell you in the delivery room. And then there's some people who are like, I have to know ahead of time. And there's no way that I would not know before going in. And and so they're just very passionate about their side. And I feel very in the middle here. <laughs> well, did you know that there's a new camp of thought that we shouldn't assign gender roles to our kids at all? 
Yeah, ever. I've heard that. And let I them decide if like they I want do. to be a male or a female. Yeah. I don't really think I assign gender roles yet at this age. I, I mean, they're, per this camp of thought, you shouldn't celebrate. It's a boy. It's a girl. At oh, all. It's oh, a baby. Hmm. It's a baby shower for a baby. And it's us. What do they call it? Something pronouns where it's instead of he, she, it's they, their. Mm-hmm. That's just not grammatically correct. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it does bug me because it's not grammatically correct, but it might I be know. where. But to call a, a baby an it is just kind of, you know. I yeah, can't there's even like a whole. Talk about that kind of weird stuff. <laughs> there, there's a whole camp of people who do believe in that. And, uh, you know, I've read about some people who like didn't even tell their families what they had so that they, you know, like they let the kid kind of decide but I I was really surprised we tried hard with our two kids to not push them into certain gender roles and so but I found them naturally gravitating towards those things my son gravitated towards trucks and trains absolutely loved trucks trains tractors all of it we didn't like really introduce it those were the toys he would pick to play with at daycare those were the toys and then those were toys he would ask for at home and and then we started getting him some like for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. But my daughter, I was really surprised to see how strongly she gravitated towards dolls and like carrying around baby dolls and mm-hmm. pushing them in strollers and, and how much she gravitated towards that and how different that was from her older brother because we had a ton of trucks, trains, tractor toys around and she wasn't gravitating towards those as much and then she got a doll for a birthday and it was like the best thing ever <laughs> like game over this is my toy yeah yeah this is my jam people yeah i remember That's t funny. t loved um all things toy whether it be trucks or trains she wanted a train table for christmas she got that one year I and mean, she's got all kinds of toys the kid has way too many toys my kids are like really close to their cousin and she's a girl. And so when they go to her house, they play with the doll and the stroller and the shopping cart and they'll push around the baby in the stroller and then they'll play like, you know, like with the vacuum cleaner and stuff that mm-hmm. people might assume are like female toys. Um, they don't really care. I'll say that. Yeah. Like how Crystal's daughter is just, she just wants toys. That's how they are. Yeah. So did you guys have a like gender reveal when you found out what you were having? Did you like do a big party and like let the box of balloons go or the cake or some fireworks or that wasn't whatever? a thing yeah. when I was when I had a baby. It was I mean that was not a thing people did. Isn't that crazy? I feel like it's pretty new within the past like four years, I'd say and Tegan's what, six? Yeah. Yeah. Um you probably came right on the tail end of that, but I did do that both times, and we actually found out our gender via the blood test both oh, times okay. because we were doing it anyway, and you have the option of finding out the gender or the sex, whatever people want to call it. And I didn't realize you didn't have the option. I didn't realize you didn't have the ability to not find out because that was... Well, they do draw it, but they yeah. ask you if you want to know. Oh, like, okay. They should send it to you. Oh, so sure. we said yes, because it was an option and because we were doing the test anyway, and both of us are planners and we can't imagine not finding out if the options there. And then um, we took the response like to the first time we did it in a box of balloons. 
And the second time we did it as these like smoke bombs. So Mm. both times we had somebody, (laughs) the first time I took it to party city for the balloons and the boy working the counter was like 16. And I'm like, here, this envelope has this sex of my baby in it. And he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He probably never heard the word sex before. (laughs) No, he was like, why is this baby talking to me about sex? (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, so in here, in this envelope, this baby that I have under my shirt in my belly in this envelope, it says if it's a boy or a girl. And he was like, Oh, cool. Do you want to know what it says? And I was like, no, that's no. that's why I'm giving you the envelope. And I want you to put the color balloon that corresponds to the boy, which would be blue or pink for the girl in this box and seal it up. And he was like, okay, so you want blue and pink balloons. And I was like, Oh no. Lord, no, no. There's only one baby in here, so it can't be both. Okay. Ellen's like totally set up for one of those gender fail videos. Uh Totally. I actually put, had him put the envelope with the result at the bottom of the box with the balloons, just in case he screwed up the balloons. So (laughs) I had like zero hope when I picked them up, but he actually did a good job. And so we did that. And then the second time I gave it to my girlfriend, Megan, and she ordered the smoke bomb in the corresponding color online. And it came to her and then she gave them to me like in a sealed bag. And then we set them off in our backyard. Was it um, because I saw one of those online and like the pink was like red or purple. It looked weird. Ours was blue. It was both times. So it was like royal, royal blue, like this blue. Oh, that's a nice shirt. In your closet. It's my husband's. (laughs) Ellen's back in her closet with her jammies. (laughs) Do you have your tea? I don't. I actually have my pre-workout still, even though I'm long past my workout. I, just I have it. I have to say, I do enjoy watching the like gender reveal fail videos. They can be quite hilarious. Where like somebody, you like, I've seen them where they open the box and it's like multicolored balloons come out, and the envelope has been th- long thrown away at the balloon store. Or yeah, there's some where it's like. Like you have to like pop this balloon and then it'll like, like some sort of confetti will fall out of it. And then the balloon like floats away. <laughs> they can't get it. And- <laughs> my, uh, oh, that's the worst. My cousin, they had a gender reveal. We went to the the party and it's so much fun to watch that unravel. I, I mean, I think I would do it if I had another baby. I think I would do one because they're just so fun. But the dad had, they had like little like guns that you pop and like streamers stuff comes out Mm -hmm. and the dad was trying to do it and trying to do it and trying to do it and he couldn't get it and he's like twisting and moving and like could not (laughs) figure it out and at one point he's like got it like this and he like turns it towards the audience and he like can't figure it out we're all like thinking you know we're gonna get shot (laughs) and then emily like takes it from him looks at the instructions pops it right off and it goes off (laughs) but it's pretty funny Typical guys hate reading directions. Exactly. Yeah. That's so funny. How long do you guys wait before you tell people you're pregnant typically? So for, so I feel like this has happened to me every single pregnancy where like the, I like get a positive pregnancy test. I go to work the next day and I get put in a joint room despite all of my efforts to avoid Uh it. Uh And then you have to say something and then everyone's like, oh, you know, and everyone knows right away. 
And so I feel like all three times this has happened, but the, the, I was pretty open about the first two and this one, we didn't tell people until like 16 weeks. I think largely because we got past the 12 week mark and then it was like, I don't know, you got two kids, a four and a two year old and they're busy and I don't know. Mm -hmm. We just like, you're busy. It just kind of like got away from us and it was like, oh, we should probably like tell our families. Oh, even your family didn't know? Yeah, we didn't tell our parents until like 16 weeks. Holy we They cow. all live far enough away that it was, you know, and then I couldn't hide it any longer. And then at work, like somebody who didn't know that I was pregnant came up and asked me if I was pregnant. And I was like, well, it's kind was of a Was that a woman move. or a man? But it was a woman. It's a um, always no, no. women. Big I no, know. no. Men know not to do stuff but, like that. So we have this tradition where you to announce your pregnancy at work, you have to bring in cookies. So a couple coworkers knew that I was pregnant, but I hadn't brought in the cookies yet. And so one of our anesthesia techs really loves to just bake. She just loves to bake and she brings in cookies as like everyday cookies. And then one of the um, CRNAs was like, saw a bunch of cookies sitting there and everyone was like, oh, who are these cookies from? And she's like, Oh, I bet it's from Lacey because she's pregnant. <laughs> so she then she the kind of, yeah, she kind of told people. So then I had to bring in cookies because I didn't bring in those cookies. And so then I had to bring in my own treats um, for everyone. And so I made like a little sign that said, our family's going to zone defense from man-to-man coverage. And <laughs> then. Uh, <laughs> I do like that. That's good. Yeah. And That's then. Cute. Yeah, so I know I don't like the whole cookie tradition though. I think maybe our listeners are going to think that I'm curmudgeonly. I I kind of am, I guess. But it's like super awkward because the the thing is you're supposed to bring in cookies and you have people guess who's pregnant. So it mm. never goes very well because inevitably somebody guesses somebody else. And people don't guess the person who actually is pregnant or someone's pregnant and hasn't told a bunch of people yet, but somebody else is pregnant and they didn't know that. And then everyone's guessing the one who's pregnant and wasn't ready to talk about it. So I just think that's like, yeah, yeah, I just think it's a little bit like, I don't know. I don't love that tradition at work. It's, we do a lot of great things at work, but that's one I don't love. How did that start? So I random. Don't know. Do you guys have any traditions like that? Nope. I usually, as soon as I find out, I email my manager and I say, do not schedule me and like, you know, all the things. And then also don't say anything to anybody because it's important to me to, you know, maintain until 12 or 16 weeks. So they're typically really good about it. And I feel like scrubs can hide a lot. So the first two times mm-hmm. I was really able to covered up till about like 12, 14 weeks. And typically we don't even tell anyone that we're pregnant. We just invite people over for like a barbecue or something random. And at the barbecue, we do the gender reveal. And so they find out we're pregnant and what the baby is on the same day. Oh, that's cool. Just because I don't feel like announcing 55,000 different things all the time. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I try to hide it. I like find it challenging and like a weird game. Like how long can I hide this pregnancy? (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of how I felt this time is I was like not trying to hide it but I was also like no one's outed me yet so I yeah, guess I don't have to bring in the cookies yet 
you know. The hardest part is if somebody invites us out drinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's God, a dead giveaway. Such a struggle. I, because... I tried to fake that at first, and all my friends called bullshit right away. They're like, "This, this is not normal," you know. Yeah. And I, no, I usually get like a club drinking. soda with lime in it. But then I chug them because you're so thirsty. And Mike's always like, stop <laughs> chugging it. You're giving it away that it's not real vodka because you wouldn't be chugging it that fast. And I'm like, I'm just so thirsty. <laughs> so it just like backfires every time. Yeah. I have tipped a bartender to bring me. This was when we were pregnant with our first one. So it was and very, very early. But I have tipped a bartender to bring me like fake drinks and put them in like real cups and just have it be like cranberry soda instead of cranberry vodka or something and just make it look real. And I was like, I just like walked up and was like, can you, here's like a 10. Can you just bring me these and make them look real and don't put any booze in them? We're totally good about it. So that was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they probably get it a lot. I am such a raging bitch when I'm pregnant. It's a dead giveaway. Like I can't (laughs) smile. I can't have fun. I mean, I am just a horrible human being. Ask all my friends. I mean, yes. Because like you're hormonal or because you're uncomfortable? Uh, Well, both. Well, in the beginning, I think it's just hormones. I just, I, I had this like deep guttural rage for so much when I was pregnant. Did you guys have that? No. I feel like if you asked my husband, he would agree with you. <laughs> I mean, so I had a really good girlfriend say. That I have that, yeah. Because everybody wants to, especially if it's your first, oh my God, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? All day long. And then we went out to a friend's party and my good girlfriend comes up, oh my God, how are you feeling? I, I don't even know what I said, but apparently wasn't nice. And she goes to my husband like, what is wrong with Crystal? And she's, he's like, oh, no, you didn't ask her how she was feeling, did you? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Uh, yeah, why? Is that not okay? He's oh just like, God. just just walk away. Just, just leave walk her away. alone. Yeah. <laughs> just make eye contact. Oh, my God. I feel bad. So I love all my friends that suffered through me. Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. No, I never had that. Like, I, I feel like it's because I had boys. I didn't really have, like, a hormonal response to anything. Like, the nausea wasn't bad. My <sighs> hormones weren't bad. Um, I was just really tired the whole time, like just really tired. Yeah, I was tired. I threw up the whole time. The rage. I don't make you rageful. The rage was real. <laughs> yeah, I, it was crazy. I'm glad I'm not pregnant right now. That's going to be our episode title. The rage was real. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question. You know, part of my story was that somebody told us what we were going to have. And I don't necessarily love that. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sought that out and asked to like have my fortune told and have, you know, how many kids are you going to have and what's their genders? Like I wouldn't have sought that information, but would you guys want to know, like if somebody offered to say like, I can tell you what you're going to have, would you want to open that box or would you just like want to keep it closed? Well, if it was guaranteed that they were like, correct, I think I'd be fine with it because I find out anyway. But I wouldn't want them to just come up to me and say it without asking me, like, are you okay with finding out? Oh, I would love both of them. <laughs> Crystal was like, I need to know as soon as I pee on the stick. <laughs> I told you, as soon as I pee on the stick. But That's no, a I would new love invention to- somebody can make. <laughs> I would love to go to like, yeah, like it's a blue uh, plus if it's a boy and a pink plus if it's a girl. But I would love to go to a fortune teller, like a legit real. But how do you know? How do you weed through the real ones? If there are real ones, you know, versus people that are just scam artists. 
I think there are real ones. I don't know how you find them. I personally like wouldn't want to know. I I don't I don't like the idea of my fortune being read just because I feel like then you end up in a situation where you're like, well, is this like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Like, like yeah. what if what if your fortune teller told you that you were going to have two great marriages in your life? Oh. Yeah, like, like how like wouldn't that suck? You're like yeah, or be like, oh, well, we were meant to get divorced. You know, like if some like rough uh, patch happens or something, like I wouldn't want to know that. Or I like then assume... I just fear that my husband would die or something horrible, you know, yeah. that would happen. Yeah, that's what I would assume is like after our our lives together, then, you know, I would find happiness again. I think I would, I, no, I don't know now that you put it like that. So do you, were you planning on having three kids anyway, Lacey, or are you having a third because you had to fulfill this lady's prophecy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great question. And if you ask my husband, it's probably the latter, but no, I think I've always wanted a big family. I grew up with just my brother and I, we were very close in age. I always wanted another sibling. My parents did not. So I didn't get one, but Then my brother died uh, when we were both in our 20s. And so just kind of going from like having what felt like my parents were divorced when I was a teenager and still going what felt like having a family to being an only child. I just didn't, I always wanted a bigger family. And so I always was always pushing for three. My husband grew up in a family with two also, and he was content with two. But long before this lady told us this, I had a list and I wrote down I want to have a baby in the spring of this year. I want to have a baby in the spring of this year. And I want to have a baby in the spring of this year. So I wrote down all three and we were matching those years. But some of the babies came earlier than the spring. But (laughs) so I feel like we were going to have three and I was going to win him over anyways. But then after she told us that, like we kept talking about it and we've told the story many times. And then he was just kind of like, well, now it feels like, you know, we've talked so much about having this third child that if we don't, it's going to be like we have a family member that we never met. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what happened. Can you send this lady over to my house? Yeah. I, talk to her too. <laughs> I, I would like her to talk to my husband and notify him we're going to be having a third as well. <laughs> <laughs> if she could, that would be great. But like there's other people who've, you know, posted in the group or like have like shared stories on Facebook where like some random stranger will come up to them in like the line at the grocery store or some random place and tell them some like astonishing fact about their life that turns out to be true. And I don't know. I just don't like I agree with you guys. I think that if someone's going to do that, like they should tell you They'd be like I'm in yes. a, I've got information I can tell you about your future life. Do you want to know? Well, and I don't know what I would say in that situation because maybe I'd be like, yeah, like now I'm curious, but I feel like, like I would say no. Long Island medium, you know, she yeah. kind of asks if, if she can speak with them. I wonder if she's real. I heard she's not. No way. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard she just like in her show basically like keeps going on and on around the room if until somebody just like like that it happens to them but i don't know if that's true or not i i'm never really connected with her i really love that tyler henry guy though oh uh, no he, the one a celebrity who, one. yeah the celebrity whisperer whatever they call him 
I'm like really interested if he really does it. But I also heard the same thing about him as sometimes it doesn't work. But I'm sure that's the case. Like sometimes you just can't connect. Right. But then like I definitely think that some people and I I really believe that little children especially have some connection to a the spiritual world, an alternative universe, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Like there's a ton of people. I don't personally have a story here, but like I've read a ton of different stories where like little kids tell their moms that they're having a baby before they know they're pregnant and stuff like that. Animals I heard too. Animals see yeah. like other dimensions too. Mm-hmm. We should have our listeners um, submit their uh, kid ghost spiritual stories because I know we we talked about some in the group. Yeah. Those are yeah. so good. I would love to share some of those on the podcast. Yeah. So to our listeners, has anyone had your fortune told that turned out to be true? I want to know that. And then, yeah, has anyone had like a really freaky, weird situation where their kid told them something was going to happen and it did or saw a ghost? Or my son, I believe, saw a ghost when he was two. All of a sudden, he it like totally freaked me out. And I'm terrified of ghosts. And I was kind of like, after this situation, I kind of left the room and I was like, okay, son, good luck. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm out of here, nice man. Nice when you can. Yeah. But you like, guys, we were... I'm so creeped right now just thinking oh, about really? it. Oh, really? I feel like some, is there someone behind no. me? No, no, no one's behind I'm you. So oh my God, now there is. God damn it. <laughs> no. So, oh. so my son, we were reading him bedtime stories and all of a sudden, like he was just kind of like goofing around laughing and all of a sudden he looks up at the ceiling and he like stops and his you can just like follow his eyes as he's like watching something up on the ceiling like kind of in the corner of the room and then he goes who's that daddy and we were like uh nobody and it was it was totally creepy and then he like watched it like you could see his eyes like tracking quickly after that and then all of a sudden he like looked back at us and was like oh can we go back to our book now and we were like Time for bed. Okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah, gotta go. I'm out of here. <laughs> You're on your own, bud. You're on your yeah. own. Yeah. Oh, Let me goodness. know if you need anything. We're gonna lock this door. <laughs> yeah. My kid did that once, and my dogs do that all the time, but he never really said anything. I just saw his eyes gaze somewhere and he was like looking at it weird. And my dogs do the same thing where they'll like sit up and stare somewhere and like bark at it and then just lay back down. My dog. So does I don't know what's all what that's all about. So if anyone has a great story to share about any of these topics. We would love to hear it. There is a link that'll be in the show notes. It's called SpeakPipe. You can leave a message through your computer or phone and uh, just share your story with us. And we would love to place some of these clips on our next show. Yeah, I would love to hear you guys' story. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in and listening with us today. It really means a lot when you listen and subscribe, rate, and review us on uh, Apple iTunes. It really helps us. And you can connect with us on Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. You can find us on Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas. We are also on Twitter at Hey Smart Mamas. And you can send us an email at scrubcapsandsippycups at gmail.com and don't forget to submit your creepy kid ghost stories or your any fortune teller uh, 
stories to our SpeakPipe account if you want it to be featured on the podcast. We'll put that link in the show notes and throw that up on our socials. And um, otherwise, you can just send us an email or a message. So thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.